Welcome to the Psychology of Learning Foreign Languages, the podcast that shows you how to apply psychology and quality management to boost your language skills. Hello and welcome to the Psychology of Foreign Language Learning. Today is episode 20 and we will talk about fake it until you make it is this the right strategy for learning foreign languages today's sponsor is me our go method facebook page if you want to be updated on my latest blog articles or don't miss a podcast or participate in discussions with me ask me any question or comment on everything i post uh, then go to facebook.com slash the go method all in one word facebook.com slash the go method check it out so today we are talking about impression management in foreign language learning so what is impression management it's every time you try to create a certain impression in the other person for example you know somebody's watching you, you behave differently than you are in your bedroom, in the bathroom, or you're completely alone in the forest, in the park, and so on. So we human beings, as social animals, we want to become, be accepted in our uh, peer group, in our social surroundings. So this, this is something completely normal. Now, with the advent of social media, this phenomenon of, of improving our s uh, impression, our image um, has become so obsessive in a lot of people that uh, quite a lot of scientific studies and subsequently newspapers report on the very detrimental effects of social media on adolescents, for example. No? Constantly comparing yourself to other peers and how happy, successful, rich uh, they are, uh, makes us make negative comparisons. So we are, we feel bad because everybody else seems to be thriving. Now, there's a lot of fake on social media, and we probably know this from our friends too, and that, that they manipulate the pictures which is a standard procedure uh, uh, to look better on, on on facebook or instagram but a lot of people also uh, for example even so-called influencers or business coaches success coaches life coaches uh, all those kinds of people uh, a lot of them they fake uh, a lifestyle they don't have to, as to attract followers so if I'm a life coach or a business coach and I sell online courses on how to become rich, of course, people will 
want to see that I am rich too. So there are a lot of stories of um, Facebook or social media personalities climbing over airport fences and posing in front of a private jet. So you know probably a lot of your friends who just pose in front of a nice car and, and then immediately it produces the reaction oh is this your new is, is it is this yours and then uh, the poster will say hey my new toy my newest toy my newest obs obsession so and, uh, now this happens also a lot in foreign language speaking huh? and would be very strange if we would try to fake something in all other areas of life. You know? We are the perfect family, I'm the perfect Christian or Muslim, so we try to show that we, we are virtuous in front of others, so we hand over a big check during the uh, during some religious ceremony so other people can see and so on. So, so we buy expensive clothes even if they are not real and, uh, just to show that we uh, we are rich you know, we now it would be strange if this wouldn't happen in foreign languages so this is uh, very dangerous for beginners because as a beginner you are always judging yourself compared to significant others now if those significant others are mostly faking their language abilities uh, then you may feel bad you may feel that you are loser untalented and you may even give up uh, so how do people fake in foreign languages first that the supposed time it took them to learn a language so most people fake it most people say Oh, it took me only one year. Or how long are you speaking Spanish? Oh, I just started uh, one month ago. What they don't say tell you is that yes, one month ago they started a new course, but the last year they tried it, or they they are already ten years trying to learn Spanish. So they have a lot of accumulative experience. I have a lot of such stories with my students. So I have a beginner group. And um, after the first lesson, many other students are upset that uh, we are we feel we feel we feel so bad. Uh, person X is uh, uh, so much uh, more proficient than than we are. So does it have sense to continue? During the opening round, I always ask them, uh, "Do you have previous experience with the German language?" and um, or if it's an intermediate course, uh, how, how long have you learned? Have you been learning? And in such situations, often those persons say, "Oh, I've just, uh, I've just, mm, just uh, learned one two weeks and so on." Then at the end of the course, you know, when they talk among themselves and uh, about uh, their background, their history, then it turns out that the same person had been studying German at school for five years. So, but they don't tell it because they look great. If they say, 
No? So this is a typical situation that, on the other hand, people may feel bad no? to give the answer 10 years. No? We, no, we, I always get uh, those questions. No? How long did it take you to learn Romanian? So if I tell them 15 years, they say, eh, it's not very impressive. If they tell them half a year, and they say, wow. No? Now I have uh, other podcast episodes on that that topic. We won't delve into it. Then we can fake it, no? for example, by just memorizing certain phrases. No? Because no? the same as people who fake other things in life, no? they know that other people are attentive only to certain elements. No, what what do I want to say? So, for example, if you post a picture of yourself in Dubai, no, and that picture in, in reality is fake, no, you almost never have a friend who will request your boarding passes. Show no, show me proof. No? So typically, uh, the picture is proof enough. Uh, we have short attention spans. Uh, we, are, we see the picture of a friend in Dubai. We say something like, oh, wow, is, is he again traveling? But so we don't dig f deeper. Uh, so if we see somebody uh, who lives abroad, a friend of us posing in front of a Porsche, uh, uh, we don't ask them to, to show us the official certificate that he bought it or not so oh. so the same here with foreign languages so if we judge the capacity of another person in speaking a foreign language we judge him by one minute or two minute of him or her speaking so typically we do not say let me hear you speak two hours straight Spanish no, so that I can get an impression what your Spanish is. No. So the typical situation is uh, in a social meeting, uh, oh, you're learning Spanish, tell me something in Spanish, no, say something. So if you want to fake no, your abilities no, and you know that most probably people won't listen to you more than one minute, you can rehearse something very impressive sounding so you can practice on your accent you can memorize two three phrases then and then you are the great Spanish speaker and the other person may never ever hear you speak Spanish again or ask you to give proof huh? so huh? Or we have a lot of polyglots on the internet huh? that have upload videos where they speak for example one sentence in 40 languages no? but the question is no, could those people no, sustain a sales conversation a product pr presentation or um, teach in all those 40 languages or do they just know let's say 10 phrases in 140 languages and so on we, we don't know no? And yeah. now, those are the effects 
on other people, on you, if other people fake it. And be sure most, many people around you do this. So, so that me means that you are judging yourself according to a wrong standard. Now, the second part of this, what is the effect if you yourself are faking it? Now, there are different situations which one could call fake. So, one which I think is quite pos positive you know, is what professional speakers do. So, they, they rehearse certain elements, certain stories of their presentations that recur. Imagine you are a business speaker or motivation speaker. You have you give 100 speeches every year, so most probably you repeat a lot, and so you use the same anecdotes, stories, jokes, time and time again. So professional speakers they rehearse and over rehearse those stories. So they then even before an event they may repeat it 40 times. So it's they are like a performer, not like if um, a famous musician no, they. They practice before they rehearse before the, the concert. So, uh, so if they speak, no, then they make sure that their lips coincide with their thoughts. So, uh, so this uh, is, uh, I think, an excellent strategy. However, no, all those professional speakers that they know how to talk spontaneously. So they are already native speakers most often. And if not, they are all already very fluent. But they don't rely only on rehearsing stories and memorizing elements and so on. And it's not so that they memorize parts of the speech. They just rehearsing stories and they may vary in the way they tell them. So it's not they, that they memorize each word, but they try to match their thoughts and their speech as good as possible, as well as possible. Now, so if, for example, you go to a job interview, you know you have a certain presentation in a foreign language, it makes perfect sense that you rehearse it but also spontaneously. So, for example, you sit before a mirror, in front of a mirror, and you play or you role play with yourself a certain situation, let's say 10 times, 20 times. You record it with your iPhone, then you listen to it, you analyze it, you improve certain elements, and so on. That is perfectly legitimate. However, for most of our life, we need to be spontaneous and improvise in a lot of lots of situations. So, so the wrong situation, the, the wrong strategy would be, let's just say, faking it by rehearsing or by memorizing, let's say, 100 phrases, and that is it. That it is. is it. That, that would be completely um, damaging uh, because uh, you don't know how to build your own sentences, so which is the prerequisite of to, to speaking. No? 
So and a lot, a lot of language students are doing exactly this. And they, they make a list of a certain number of phrases. What's your name? I'm fine. Let me tell you a joke. Let me, and then they stick to this. And because they get positive feedback, then they, they do not have any incentive to move further. Uh, and then they may have the big surprise if they are in a foreign language environment where they need to act spontaneously, uh, that, that people do not like them. Uh, people, very surprisingly, do not like to speak to robots, uh, to a parrot. Uh, so, and then they are at a loss because they've never learned how to make the sentences. So, to sum it up, yes, faking it until you're making it, it's a bad strategy and in general. Uh, also because uh, you have people be surprised negatively about you. Uh, so if you create first this great impression and then somebody hires you or meets you for a longer time and employs you and so on, based upon that fake impression, then the, the rude awakening will be much harder than the other way around. So I always suggest uh, the other way around. So better create low expectations let people think that the, you are not the great speaker and then surprise them in a, in a demanding situation that, they, that you're really fluent and so that this will impress people much more. Okay. Now, um, a last aspect about uh, faking it, no? um, which for me is not faking, is, is try to model your speech after somebody, no? for example. No, you can try to speak over a model. No, you have an audiobook and you speak at the same time and you try to model your pronunciation, your accent, your melody no, to one go very good example. This, that is, in, in this situation, you are not producing yourself your sentences, you are not thinking them, no, but you are just speaking along. No? This is very, very powerful for improving your pronunciation. It's the same thing like if you take a guitar and you play along some great jazz or rock uh, guitarist or classical music guitarist. No? It, this will give you guaranteed results. Uh -huh. But it is a very powerful tool exactly for that, for, for intonation and so on but not for building your sentences. Okay, so please uh, write me your comments and remember to check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com, the go method all, uh, all together. Thank you very much for listening and see you next time. Bye bye.